You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. So um, there was, and, and thanks to Spits and Suds listeners for your feedback. Um, love when you guys uh, hit us up on Twitter with questions or you know, just want to kind of get into it with us. And uh, sad Dallas sports fan um, brought up this point. So Logan Stankoven's called up. And my first question is, is do you think that we should have seen Logan Stankoven? And second, Sean, um, sad Dallas sports fan and at BT2DR4. I wanted to give those two guys credit. So it is an interesting um, little debate that uh, I'm excited that you're going to clear up. Because one yeah. thing I've been curious about for a while is the attitude of players with the American Hockey League. With Stankoven getting the call from Dallas to join them in New York, will Maverick Bork get offended or upset because he was drafted earlier and has been in the AHL longer? And let me just say DR4 uh, kind of jumped in and said, how is paying him AHL money compensating well relative to his NHL salary? What am I missing? Same for Stankoven. And basically... Um, you know, kind of taken the philosophy that why shouldn't Maverick Bork be upset? So wanted to give you the form. I thought it was a really yeah. interesting discussion. Uh, yeah. So first off, quick reporting clarifier note that I don't think I've put anywhere. So this will be first time it's out here on Spits and Sucks. Yes. Um, I was in I was in New York on Tuesday um, when Logan Stankoven was called up, and I was legitimately curious about. I talked to Pete DeBoer about. I asked Pete the question of. When you say you have a game time decision, how often is it actually a game time decision? And how often are you, pardon my French here, doing it to fuck with the other team? Because I think that some teams do that, right? Like Bruce Boudreaux once told me famous, once told me that he didn't name his starting goalie because he thought it was funny to mess with us. That's what Bruce Boudreaux once told me. And Bruce (laughs) is great. But so I, I, I was curious. Some coaches do that. They play the game. I was, I asked Pete DeBoer this after... Um, and Pete told me, he said, this is something where I, I believe him in, in this conversation. It was the fact, or it's like, no, it, it truly, it's not a, so his, Pete said the issue is we don't, the issue is not game time. The issue is the terminology. And this is an interesting perspective from DeBoer on this. The issue is the terminology because they aren't game time decisions. Rarely is it a decision that's made based off warmups. It's usually a decision made around 5.30 p.m., which is not game time, but it's also in that weird gap between morning skate and a between morning skate and a uh, and, and a game. And we don't talk to coaches during that time. We have no time in between for that. Right. So you call it game time decision when really it's a 5.30 p.m. decision at 11.30 a.m. on Tuesday, Stars didn't know whether Matt Duchesne was going to be able to play that night. 
Matt Duchesne and other players as well. A couple other ones who I, uh, I don't know which ones exactly, but another one was dealing with something as well. Um, they went through treat. They went through the morning skate. They went through treatment. The trainers checked on them. The trainers double checked on them at five 30 ish. Pete DeBoer gets his information about all of this, that they're cleared to play. That's an important thing. I think we need to start applying to these quote unquote game time decisions when we use them because they're not game time decisions. It's not like, Oh, well, we're going to see what happens in warmups. These decisions are actually made at five 30, but the coaches don't talk to anyone between 1130 and the game. So that's important in context here. Um, that makes sense, right? Absolutely. Okay, yeah. perfect. Let's get on to, to Logan Stankoven versus Maverick Bork. Maverick Bork has no issue with Logan Stankoven being called up and vice versa. They happen to be great friends. They hang out quite a bit. Um, together, the two of them are one of the putting together one of the most dominant seasons maybe ever in the history of the AHL. They are doing something that's incredibly impressive. And one getting called up versus the other doesn't piss one off. It doesn't make, I mean, if it does, if anything, there's a little bit of like, okay, well, I've got to work harder to be ahead of that guy next time. That's it. There's no like, uh, no, they promised me this or I was drafted first or whatever. Like, that's not the case here. Um, if the Stars were a bad team, if the Dallas Stars were a bad team, there would be, maybe you could see the seeds of doubt where it's like, oh man, that team's not good. They could use me. It's not that case. Um, so, I that's I want to address that where I don't Maverick Bork is not upset that Logan Stankoven got called up. In fact, he was very happy for him. I'm sure. Um, the the fact that someone else asked him I was like, oh well, Maverick Bork sees they see players from their their hockey their team Canada, their hockey Canada teammates from prior already playing in the NHL. That's got to hurt. Maybe, but at the end of the day, like everyone's path to the NHL is different. I mean, right now. Would you rather be a 20-something guy playing on a bad team, losing a lot of games? Right. Or would you rather be in Maverick Bork and Logan Stakeoven's spot where you are going to win some hardware this year? They're probably going to be league MVP and rookie of the year. And honestly, might win some actual hardware. I mean, this Texas team could win a title. Let's not like this Texas team is... Texas and Milwaukee feel like they're on a collision course for me. Those two teams. Yeah, and that run, collision. by the way, a Calder Cup playoff run, asked Jamie Ben, you know, yeah. when he was sent down, when he was young, that's important experience to play in those big-time playoff games. 100%. And the other thing, too, for Logan Stakel and Maverick Bork, and any Stars prospect for that matter, when your time in the NHL comes, which it will come next year, you're stepping into a team where – you're going to win hockey games in the NHL right away. There's a lot of guys they played with on Hockey Canada, like Connor Bedard, for example, right? Great player. Tremendous. I don't know when he's going to play. I don't know when he's going to see the playoffs. Yeah. It's it's a long it's a long run there. Uh, so there's that. Financially speaking, I want to bring something else up too. Yes, they make 10 at, in, at the current spot. When they're in the AHL, they make 10x... Sorry, when they're in the, the NHL, they effectively make 10x what they make in the AHL right now. And so in theory, someone could be like, oh, well, they're they're blocking me out. I'm not making as much money. If you want to look in the long run on this for the for Bork and Stankoven, there is actually, and I told I promised someone I would I would talk about this on the podcast this week. 
there is greater long-term earning potential, actually, in an ironic way for both of them by them burning as much of by them burning more of their ELC in the AHL. Because one of the things that happens, right? So when you go through and, and you're on an entry-level contract, when you come off that when you come off that contract, um you typically have right your 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 t- teams will use your ELC against you in that first deal, whatever, right? Maverick Bork and Logan Stankoven would not have the same numbers in the NHL that they're having in the AHL right now. That's just the reality of it. They would be going through their lumps. They would be, there would be a learning curve. They would have seasons that were just okay. Just to be fair. That's just exactly what would happen. And then instead what's happened is they've gone through and they've had great AHL years. They're going to come up, have good years in the NHL. They're going to get off their entry-level contract sooner. Um, They're going to get off their, sorry, not sooner, but they're going to get off their entry-level contract. And the Stars are going to be in a weird spot where they are either going to have to offer them a more lucrative bridge deal, kind of one of those big deals to buy on their potential, or the player is going to be like, no, I want a short-term deal to buy myself um, to, to free agency and you have to do this. Like I, it's, it's silly. I know that. And I could, I guess I could write this too, but it's just with Bork and Stankoven, the, they, the stars are going to benefit in the short term in the 24, 25 season, right? They're going to benefit from Maverick Bork and Logan Stankoven be on entry level under $900,000 salaries. Yeah. Same, same thing with Stankoven for 25, 26. Yeah. But if you're for those players, they are going to cap be able to capitalize on it in the long run. Um I, I know I've rambled around but I, no, I hope some of this makes sense. No, so. it, it certainly does. And uh got a got a question uh yesterday uh that I also wanted to uh highlight. Uh let's see. I think it was uh yes, uh Crow Wi Fi who uh, thank you so much for listening and supporting Spits and Suds. Has there ever been a time when the Stars' prospects have been this potentially good? And I want people to keep that in mind. I actually responded with the 2019-2020 Texas Stars. So they had two, in my opinion, non-trade conversation uh, prospects, Jake Ottinger and Jason Robertson. And, yeah, I thought thought that was uh, was it. And they also had Joel Hanley down there. So I thought that was a pretty good year for eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. 
Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. That's what Joel, you really just use Joel Hanley? I did. <laughs> I did. Not as a prospect, but I mean. I, I, I love Joel. I love Joel. No, but like, know, wait, I you know. just used Joel Hanley? I know. I know. I know. <laughs> Gavin, you sounded smart for a second and then you screwed up. Let me finish what I said on the tweet. <laughs> Joel, <laughs> Joel Hanley was also in Texas at the time. While not a top tier prospect, he's fought hard to have a solid NHL run. Should have finished the sentence, Gavin. <laughs> okay. I love Joel, but he's, he's yeah. 32 and he's absolutely great at what he does as yes. a, as a, as a, no, as right. a six right. slash seven defenseman. Right. Anywho. Okay. All right. All right. And to then... your point. Okay. Robertson, Ottinger, good points. Yeah. Um, the, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm laughing at Joel Hanley. Um, and I love Joel. I like, he's a great I know guy. What you're saying. Um, the, the, um, but on, but even with that, with Robertson, Ottinger's pedigree, the stars have never, in Texas, at least, had two players, two prospects do this and be this successful. We've seen the hype and we've seen the production. We've never seen both, right? Like um, like Curtis McKenzie, right? Curtis McKenzie was the AHL Rookie of the Year. He had the production, but at the end of the day, the hype was never, well, Curtis McKenzie is going to be a top six NHL player. That was never really the belief. It was always like, okay, there was the production. We've had players with the hype. Robertson was good in the AHL, but he wasn't AHL MVP type numbers. Um, so we've never seen this with Texas where you've had guys have both the production and the hype at the same time. And it's a joy to watch. Um, the, I mean, they are going to have long careers with the stars. This will be their final swan song with the texas stars enjoy it if you're in cedar park because these guys are going to be in dallas next year and at the end of the day the stars prospect pool is really good right now it's funny like another thing that came up this week that's just like you look at like the decisions you make and how things like don't pay out right like if uh if Leon Bixel doesn't go back to sweden yes he's playing in the nhl right yes now. i was gonna bring that up i know like like Amazing. he's playing in the NHL right now, and maybe he could have done what done what Thomas Harley did. Yes, last year, and maybe you don't need to add someone that I like. Like Derek yes. Kuliak's a fine, a fine sixth, seventh defenseman. Fine. Yes, I Liam, totally Liam agree. Bixel, if he didn't go to Sweden, there's a potential where maybe you have your solution, and that's a whole nother thing. And that's obviously Bixel's a young kid. He and his agent made that decision. That's on them, but. There are consequences and consequences for your actions. And Liam Bixel would be in the NHL right now, yep. if not for going back to, to, to Rogala. Yeah. Yep. So. Yep. Yep. Great point. I was uh, speaking to our friend, hundred degree hockey about that as, as, as yeah. a matter of fact, I just wanted to end with a quick laugh. Um, so hilarious replay clarification from NHL referee Garrett rank last night in St. Louis. Did you, did you see this, Sean? I did not see this. Okay. This? Here, here is Garrett rank coming back onto the ice in St. Louis to clarify whether it's a goal or not. If he hits it with his stick above his head. They're not going to like it, but the call on the ice was correct. No goal. Oh, that's some good uh, description there from <laughs> Garrett Rank. Give me more Garrett Rank, Sean. Give me more Garrett Rank. I, I love that. I love that. I love when officials 
um and people in this sport realize that this is an entertainment business yes i love that that's yes. great it's one of those and i've got a quick kind of official thing to want okay. to add to it so on sunday i was at the um i was at the stadium series game on sunday in new york right for the rangers islanders and if if the uh, artemi panarin scores 10 seconds into overtime and there's a and there's a delay right and there's a there's, there's a review of whether it's a good goal or not set eighty thousand people in the building it's about 60, 40 Rangers Islanders fans. One of the cooler moments I've ever seen for an official ruling on a play. 80,000 people, probably 50,000, 55,000 Rangers fans, 35,000 Islanders fans. This game is either over or the Rangers have won. There's a review. The referee goes to center ice and says, "On and, and we have, and there's just a slight pause, and you know this building is going to erupt one way or the other because either the Rangers fans are going to go nuts because they won the game or the Islanders fans are going to go nuts because it's one of the rare neutral site things where no matter what, this building's about to erupt. And they announce it's a good goal. The building goes bonkers. Really cool moment. And I had no idea you were bringing that clip today. So that's a great way for us to a uh, great synergy, my friend. Yeah, no, a- absolutely. <laughs> wow. I mean, you're, you saw a good one and I'm so glad, you know, that, that game was talked about after. So uh, I love when a stadium series uh, game on television kind of catches a vibe and then the game itself pays off. Many people saying that was one of the better outdoor outdoor games they've seen. So uh, mm-hmm. that's terrific. Yeah. All right, guys, we got to let Sean go, but remember, Father's Day, not too far away. So get your book, We Win Here. If your dad's a Stars fan, if he's a hockey fan, he's going to love this book. Gets very high ratings on Amazon. Sean Shapiro penned it himself. Nice little forward from Texas Stars legend, not calling him a legend, Curtis McKenzie. And uh, also you can support Sean through Shap Shots, uh, which is his sub stack. And Sean gives a lot of analytics through there and uh, his thoughts and some real good tidbits that I love seeing. And uh, you can also read him occasionally at D Magazine, and you can always follow him at Sean Shapiro. So he's got a lot going on. We yeah. love him as our and, yeah. And let me let me add one thing. You do great on this, but since I actually have a bit of an update, since I told people, so um, we should have from my uh, from my my rookie theatrical career. Yes, we should have we should have a direct to we should have direct to user on demand for the for the movie the late game that should be in about roughly two weeks we don't have we're still waiting to hear on one uh on our distribution platform just on to finalize the official date it will be available so in about roughly roughly two weeks we'll have a, a movie available and um i uh we'll make sure to get gavin a copy here before it comes out so we can hear his reviews of it on the on the, on the pod yes and then uh we'll also uh and I'm serious, like, so one of the things we're doing is we're trying to, um, Jeffrey uh, Zucker, who's the executive producer, we obviously had Jeff Tyner, my good friend, who's the director on before, the other Jeff on the project, the executive producer, Jeff, um, we've been working on looking at, like, places we can bring screenings and everything like that. And I will tell people, um, I've bent Jeff's ear, we've got Dallas on the list, we're figuring nice. out stuff. So if you're a rink or beer league or whatever that's interested in, wanting to help host or, or do something with, with a beer league hockey movie we're bringing to town. Um, please reach out to me. Cause we're, we're looking at, we're starting to kind of figure out places to bring this movie out to the world. So yes, I, uh, 
I figured I'd, I'd throw that in since I did have an update on something. Yeah, no, I absolutely <laughs> love it. And, uh, yeah, you and I will talk about, you know, getting the station involved as well, um, you know, to help promote it. Um, but, you know, the resume spits and says listeners, I got to be honest, it's just you and I. Sean's, I'm whispering. The resume's getting too big. I, like, start talking about all the things Sean's doing, and then we're out of time at the podcast. So he's just a busy man. But we love me, you, uh, and thank you. I, I'm busy, but let me also give a quick credit to uh, Gavin Spittle here, who does a great job of putting this and driving this together, and not just when I'm on it, putting getting all the post games shows to get doing all the post game shows, bringing the guests. Like, I think this is something where, um, from a hockey perspective in Dallas, one of the things that always people would always be like, "Hey, why don't more station? Why don't more people do this? Why don't do this?" and Gavin, you've gone and done done and gone gone and done done and sorry, you did something. <laughs> you, <laughs> I can't speak right now. You did something using a platform, using using your platform with one of the larger radio stations in one of the larger cities in the United States, and you made hockey a priority through this project. And I think that's something where whenever anyone goes and talks about and says, "Hey, Dallas media doesn't care about hockey or whatever," like. I would hope that people quickly point to your efforts here because this has been kudos to you, my friend, on, Thank you. on making this what it has been. So. No, it fires me up. It fires me up when we get compliments, when someone says, hey, I listen to your podcast. Uh, you know, um, last Saturday night I was out at dinner and I'm wearing my Hartford Whalers jacket and uh, the hotel, I'm sorry, the restaurant manager comes up and how's everything? He goes, I just wanted to compliment you on your uh on your jacket. And I was like, Oh, thanks. I really appreciate it. Turns out he was a spits and suds listener. I love it. You know, th things like that. We had a good hockey conversation. I don't think my date appreciated it, but you know, it was a good hockey conversation nonetheless. So that's going to do it. You have to go my friend. And uh, thank you for joining us as you always do. And thank you for the compliment. I appreciate it. Sounds good. So we will be back tomorrow after Carolina to recap this road trip and talk about stars, hurricanes for Sean Shapiro. I'm Gavin Spittle. Thank you one and all for listening and supporting and growing spits and suds on 105.3 The Fan. Have a great day, everyone.